Hello, and thank you for listening to Good Girls Behaving Badly. This is Sydney and Shanae. We're glad to be back on our regular schedule. How was your weekend? It was fine, you know, hung out, went to the gym. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy the weather? It's so hot. I I like spring, and we haven't had too much. It's been very extreme, but with global warming and all, spring and fall are kind of like mm-hmm. few and far between. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nice weather is nice weather. It's better than rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of rain last week. So, yeah. That was my weekend. My weekend was good. I did get out and enjoy the weather because at night, it was, you know, perfect because you don't have to wear a coat. You go walk around, blah, blah, And I binge-watched Dear White People, which was good. I enjoyed the show. I'm not going to say anything about it just because it just came out on Friday. So I know a lot of people haven't um, gotten a chance to get through all the episodes yet. Do you watch The Get Down? Mm-hmm. Did you watch season two already? Mm-hmm. I'm on it right now. First of all, stop playing us with these little chunks of episodes uh, I, I get annoyed with it well i felt like because their episodes are so daggone long they're only an hour are they yeah but um no i think the first one of the second season was like an hour and a half i don't remember maybe i don't keep i was just watching so i wasn't keeping track of like the time because like i knew i had to take like breaks between the episodes because it was like so long that i'm like i started to get disinterested really and, mm-hmm because it was so long. Like, Dear White People was 30 minutes, and so it was like little nuggets um, for each episode. So, the Get Down is so amazing. I guess I, like, I just stay captivated. I, I like the it. first half better than the second half. The second half, it was okay. but I didn't get through this the, all the second half. I'm still watching, but I love the Get Down. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think because I've just always loved the 70s mm-hmm. anyway, and I love the music and the clothes. So I don't know. I just... I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved the first half, but the second half, it just made me like, okay, I'm kind of over it now. Mm-hmm. But the well, first half was really watching. was really good to me. So I don't know if I if it was just like I'm just not interested in the plot anymore, Maybe. or the show as a whole. I I can't. I haven't figured out what the missing link is yet for me. Maybe. But dear, for Dear White People, I, the thing I will say is that I like that most of the characters from the movie are in the show. So it's relatively easy to pick up and follow because you already know all of these people. You already know all the characters. You already know um, the dynamics between many of them. So it's like you kind of know what you're signing up for. Um, so I did enjoy that a lot of that was consistent from the movie. The rest I won't speak on. I'll give y'all a chance to watch it because, you know, I just had five hours to watch it on Saturday. Everybody might not have that. So, you want to jump into our media topics? Um, sure. Okay. So, Sierra had her baby. Oh, she did? Yay, that's good. Um, I want to say, hold on, let me just look. I'm sorry, I'm pulling out my stuff. Was it a boy or a girl? It was a girl. Okay, that's cute. Um, and then they released a, it's Sienna Princess Wilson. Okay. I like Sienna. Mm-hmm. I mean, it don't really flow to me. I Sienna feel like Princess I've heard Wilson. the name before, but I don't know, something about it seems off. I don't like, it doesn't flow to me. Mm-hmm. But it's not my child. Right. Mm. So, but they had a baby girl. Um, Russell Wilson released this, like, video. Very nice, like, black and white uh. of him and Sierra. They're, like, on a beach. And mm-hmm. it was, like, probably in her last days or hours of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Congratulations to them. Is it spelled like Sierra just with ends? C I E N N A. Yeah, it's it's just like her name. You just replace the R's with the N's. Hmm. So, congratulations to them. Yeah. I feel like she was pregnant for like years. I was 30 just years. about to say that. I feel like she's been pregnant forever. But um, but I think it's because they announced out. I feel like they announced it like as soon as she started showing. 
Whereas, you know, most celebrities, they kind of hold off a little bit. But I feel like they told everybody, like, right away. I don't know, because I feel like Beyonce's been pregnant for 30 years, too, now. Oh, no. So I, I feel like know. hers hasn't been that long. And I, recently, there were pictures released of her from the um the gala. Mm-hmm. She looks so pretty. Mm-hmm. Very pregnant. Yes. But two of them still snatched. <laughs> still perfection. <laughs> still Beyonce. Was not a fan of her mother's dress. <laughs> I got it. I I get it. But I just wasn't. I'm often not a fan of her mother's outfit choices. Which is interesting because I know like she always used to design for Beyonce, Dustin Shaw, blah, blah. But I'm usually not a fan of whatever she chooses to wear. I'm just like, why? I, I mean, I don't know if I've ever paid attention really. But that dress, I was like, nah. I don't think it was like the most flattering. I think it, it made her look bigger than what she really right, is. Right, and that's my beef with her is that one I feel like sometimes she chooses things that she try that she thinks would make her look like younger and hit me like girl no just let maybe it go. she like it maybe it's not a younger or hip thing because mm-hmm. I, I think I think we're in a place where age really is no bounds especially mm-hmm. with clothes mm-hmm. I mean but it still needs to I think it still could be flattering even if you feel like it's a young and hip dress I don't feel like she chooses things that are flattering for her Still the young and hip thing. Why? Why do you? Because I feel like that's what she be trying to do. Does me? It's like I feel like she just be. Well, I I I'll <laughs> say I don't think it was flattering. I don't know if she's looking to be young and hip. <laughs> I don't know what young and hip is. Maybe that's why I'm like, well, what's young and hip? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm young and hip. I don't know. So anyway, um, moving on. I feel like. People should give me credit. I don't really talk about the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. But today, <laughs> I'm going to talk about a Jenner. <laughs> so, we know, Kylie and Tiger broke up again. Yes. And now she's um, hanging with Travis Scott. Yeah. So, all I'm going to say is this. One... They certainly have a type. Yes, they lord they and do. That's the only I one am, that don't fall in line is Courtney. I'm gonna just say <laughs> they certainly have a type. Um, they like it. The mama too. They ain't straying away from it. <laughs> right. Um, and so they say they're just hanging out, and I do think it is hard to mm-hmm. be a woman in the industry and hang out with guys. Yeah, because everybody be like, oh, they're dating. Yeah. The way they be hugged up is, to me, it's not just hanging out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, instantly she's a slut. Da, da, da. We don't know exactly <sighs> what they're doing, so I won't necessarily call her a slut. Even if However, she was doing something she with them, she don't likes, have a She clearly likes young African-American rappers. <laughs> right. Um, don't see that going away any soon. And I'm going to just leave my comments. I'm going to leave my other comments to myself. (laughs) So that is that. But yeah, I'm like, even if they are being intimate, that don't even make her a slut. Like, people just leave her alone. Well, rewinding it back, Mm -hmm. everyone has a different definition of slut or what's promiscuous and what's not. Right. So, I mean, she is single. Right. So, I will say she ain't cheating on nobody. Right. She is a woman. I right. ain't gonna say she grown, but she... Yeah, how old is she? I don't know, 19? Mm. I don't even think she's 20 yet. Or maybe mm. she's 20? I don't know. How. She looks 28. I don't know how old she really is. Um, You know, people's perception is their reality. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's right. But, I mean, you're a person who... I'm not really sure if you would ever... I don't think you think anyone's a slut regardless, True. right? True. And then while some people... Too many bodies is or too too quick... You know, if you jump into bed quickly, you are... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so all these different... That can be a show within itself. What the devil's a hoe? I don't even... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. That's that. We'll see how long that lasts. I feel like it's a fling. She's going to be right back with Tyga. You know, I really do. I don't think I don't think that's ending. I think she's just you know, she's just having fun, and then right. she'll be right back on. She's home nineteen. With him. She is nineteen. She'll nineteen. Be, she'll be twenty in a couple months. She's like, God, they look older than me. Like, golly. But you know what? It's that's how they certainly most of the time age, yeah. and she wears a ton of makeup. Yeah. Lip injections and, mm-hmm. you know, she says she hasn't had any plastic surgery, but 
However, comma, looking at pictures, she's had something done. Let's something. cut the crap. Yeah. I don't know why. She may not consider it plastic. Because like right. some people don't. Con- well, I guess Botox doesn't count They'll as plastic say in, surgery. Un- like, what is it? In not, is it uninvasive? Invasive, yeah. Invasive procedures. Yeah. Maybe that's what she's got. Right. I'm not going to sit Regardless, in. all it's that ain't cheap. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, your hips, the butt, the boobs. Mm-mm. Cut me a break. Right. I mean, if Cause you Because your older sister look. Thank you. Right, so you like, like, just stop it, okay? <laughs> Speaking of that, Kim Kardashian got a lot of backlash for her. There was in Mex- Mexico and a lot of bikini pics was out. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, I guess they call it body shaming. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't really think... Okay, first of all, I get it. Talking negatively about someone's body is body shaming. Right. I don't think people was harping on the fact that it was like cellulite or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they were harping because... One, no one believes that her butt is real. Right. And it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. She has very small legs right. and then this like big behind B- right. that it doesn't it doesn't look natural. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I feel like yes, it's wrong to talk about people's body. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more people's talking about with the fact that like you that the job you got wasn't well done. <laughs> right. I feel like that's what the right. hate mm-hmm. was more than so you like, you mm. know what I mean? She, I don't know. I right. just, that was my thought. Cause I saw, I was like, Oof. not because of the sudden, but it was like that, that doesn't, that looks weird. Mm-hmm. It just didn't look natural. Not at all. Gotcha. I think sometimes, cause I always want, I want a fat transfer too. Right. But you can't go overboard. You have to do it so that it looks like it could be yours. Right. And it's proportioned to your body. I think women, sometimes we go overboard and it looks crazy. Right. Because, like, Kelly Rowland has breast implants. But she don't look crazy because she was, like, she was, like, an A before. And she just wanted some boob. So, I think she went to a B or a C. But nothing that, it don't make her look crazy. It doesn't make you... Think like you don't walk up to her and be like, "Oh yeah, those are fake." Like, right? It's like, oh, like I, it's I think I don't think there's anything wrong with plastic surgery. I Me really either. don't. Yeah. I feel like just do it to where it, it looks proportioned to your body. Right. It looks crazy when you got like e breasts, like those that big. It just don't look right. <laughs> I mean, I that's my opinion. Whatever. <laughs> um, moving on. So, another. <laughs> So, first it was United. Oh, yeah. And now Delta. Yeah. A pilot. Um, kind of like rough tiles a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, two women were fighting. And so, at first they were thinking he was coming over to break it up. Right. However, it's like he wanted to get his licks in. <laughs> I'm not really right. sure. He's like, break it up. Boom, boom. I'm not really sure why <laughs> he did that. Right. But airlines, get it together. So now they're going to go through some stuff. Right. They're going to take a dive. Because United, they did have a settlement with, with an undisclosed amount. A whole bunch, I am sure. I, I said it's probably enough for his great-grandchildren never to get pulled off. That's what head. I'm saying. I mean, he probably got so frick- He could probably just fly private at this oh, right, point right, with right. that settlement. But that's what everybody has been saying with now the second thing happening. Is this something that has been happening on flights, you know, and people just haven't been recording it? It hasn't been getting as much widespread news as it is now. And that's completely possible because probably you have to think sometimes when you like as soon as you get on the plane, you put your phone on airplane mode, you turn your phone off. So even if something did happen, you might not be able to get your phone out fast enough, you know, to record it. Um, So it also, and and I also just feel like when this just record mode part of it now which i love and annoying yeah right for sometimes it's like oh my god you know and and sometimes excuse me in certain situations it is helpful right um because like i hate it because i feel like that's the first thing we do instead of running to help we run to get our phone like should you help the lady or whatever but in situations where things go wrong you need evidence and the video shows the proof it's helpful so it's like uh, I don't know how I completely feel about it, but it's like it's walking a thin line between both sides of yeah, do it, but and then the other side of don't because you need to be trying to help instead of trying to publicize this. So right. So know. we'll see what happens with that. I'm sure she will be getting some sort of settlement right. as well. Right. 
Um, and do better. Because right. at, at this point now, I think that's just going to be a microscope, microscope, not soap, scope, scope. Mm-hmm. on just airlines. Airlines, yeah. Because it's just, you know what I mean? I think people are ready at this point. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like employees, like if like if I'm Southwest CEO, I'm sitting on email. Let's, I know we're doing great, guys, but tighten up. Right. I don't want us to be next, next. in any possibility. Right. We're not touching nobody. We're not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be nice to everybody. We're going to be nice. <laughs> extra nuts. Do what you need. Extra coke. Like, I would just be like, I don't want no problems. Because <laughs> one time on a Southwest flight, I had a flight attendant that um, she sang the little instruction. And that's actually a funny example of when I wanted to record it, but my phone was already on airplane mode. I couldn't get it out fast enough. But I feel like they already are, like, the nicest ones, but they probably, like, smile harder. Like, like be cool. <laughs> don't sass. Like, I, I would be... We do I, not need these I mean, issues. I'm, I'm jet blue, I'm saying it. All the other ones, I'm just like... Right. Except for spirit, because you're trash uh-huh. anyway. Yeah, you... But... The other ones, yeah, but the other ones, I'm like, tell your people, tighten up. We right. just don't even, we don't want no foolishness. Right. I'll give y'all extra bonuses at the end of the year. Because a lot of people are irritated. And because of that, I mean, if you're not really loyal, this is a good time to get discounted flights. Right. Like, when these things happen, they reduce fares. Yeah. Yeah, because so, I, mean, um, I think United did have a bunch did. of discounted um, so, rates. Be a good time to travel as well. Yeah. Okay, so... Orange and the Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. season five is being held for ransom. Someone <laughs> hacked into Netflix, yeah. and they're like, "If you don't give me the money, I'm releasing episodes." You're not gonna end up in jail just like that. <laughs> first of all, you're gonna end up in jail. This is not like you're gonna be on matter. your own episode of Orange is the New Black. Say, um, dad on fool. And then they're just like, "I'm not mad," <laughs> but. Just not smart. Because I saw, like, one episode they leaked on Facebook already. So, it's like, I mean, you're going to get caught. Um, Then I was watching this video, and the guy was like, I mean, that's great and all, but there's other places people would prefer you to hack. Like, Sally Sally Mae. Like, Like, y'all be hacking the wrong He was like, I mean, he's like, I like Orange is the New Black, too, but... I hate these loans even more. like, there's other things you can do with your talent <laughs> so i just thought that was funny um i'm sure we're here like they must really love that effing show to do all of this well i mean my thing is even if they gave you money they'll mm-hmm. track fine you get the money back you're going to you know what i mean right i don't know another way around so unless you're just that great of a hacker unless like, you're getting it through bitcoin like i, I mean, don't I guess, <laughs> I guess you could be that great of a hacker where they can't find you but right. i'm pretty sure they will eventually <laughs> i don't know um, my last story is about that the festival you heard about it. Oh, um, uh, ja Rule. Yeah. yeah. Um, how 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 much of a disaster that was. So right. So apparently, people were paying thousands of dollars, like twelve thousand, for tickets to this festival. They said Migos and Blink One Eighty Two, all these you know artists. Mm-hmm. These to me, kind of like a. It was like a hodgepodge. Like, it wasn't one specific genre. Yeah, it was a mix. Genre. It was a mix. I feel like it was kind of like trying to be Coachella-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but complete disaster. So yeah. people, you know, are spending, you know, their children's college tuition on this thing. Right. They get there and conditions are not well. Artists, like, not showing up. <laughs> food, like, I saw pictures of the food which was like cheese and bread. Mm-hmm. The little tent, luxury tents look like just, it was and bad. And see, when I first saw it, that's why I was like, okay, did this really happen and people were like being serious or are people just like making a joke out of it and showing these pictures? Because I'm like, I feel like this cannot But it be, was. I know. It was a mess. I'm like, this is a joke, right? <laughs> like, it, I mean, it was awful. And so then people want to leave early, but then airports were crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, they were having just... There was having issues with getting fresh water and like food. I mean, it was a disaster. Oh, Everyone who went, I mean, they are their money will be fully refunded, which oh, I thought was okay. good. I, that's I didn't um, think they was getting that money. No, their money will be fully refunded. And the co-organizer, you know, he put they put out statements just saying that like, um, one they're gonna try this again next year. 
They, he said that they may have been a little ambitious this year. Uh, you think. Right. And, and he said that um, a big storm came in. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of threw Messed everything up. off. But here's um, my question. Because I literally did not hear about this until, you know, people the got disaster. There. Me too. I never heard about this. So, so I'm like. The marketing was really. Yeah, I'm just like, maybe if y'all would have marketed it at all, y'all may have gotten, you know, more support. And it may not have failed as miserably. But I literally did not hear about it until it failed. Well, I will say marketing, I would, if maybe. I mean, if more people knew about it, it just would have been a bigger disaster, frankly. I think it's more about, are these people organized and actually planning mm-hmm. stuff like this? Did you have, you couldn't have had a tight-knit team to really produce this event as my, At this scale. I mean, me coming from, you know, me. Right. This is my profession. Right. Y'all weren't, something was off. Right. Now, would have storm, would have a storm thrown things off? Yes. Mm-hmm. But what I read and saw, that was more than just the storm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That came a couple days before. That was more than that. And then two, if you're having this festival in that type of tropical environment, you have already been prepped for that. That's like basic prep when you to do, have backup. Like yes, when yeah. you especially or even out, have like a rain day. or a rain day yeah. because I mean you have to have plans. So I just feel like they want to try to do this again. One. Maybe offer less, right? Because <laughs> right. it's the first time. Yeah, do it um, smaller. Get a better, I don't know who's on your staff. Get better staff who actually have, I just, this just was, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see if that happens again. Right. I won't be going. Mm. Tell you that. Mm. We're going no, to Coachella next year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at Coachella. One thing I did want to bring up shit with an uh, update for Shea Moisture. Their CEO... He did an interview on Breakfast Club last week, and so one. Oh, I feel like I need. Oh, I need to watch that. It, it was yeah. It was like thirty minutes. One, I feel like they send him on a campaign trail trying to clean up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's like one. I'm just like, here we go. Two, basically in the interview, he said like, yeah, they're trying to expand to white people. Like he was like, yeah, that's like legit what they're trying to do, and they just think maybe they could have. Uh, went about it differently but like what i got from it is he don't feel bad about what they did at all i don't even think that he sees all of the problem that we had with it because basically he was like if they would have known people would have reacted like this they probably would have still went forward with it and just gone about it a different way but he doesn't feel bad about the commercial at all so i feel like for the loyal customers there mm-hmm. you go Listen to the interview and yeah. then make your state, make your judgment on whether you want to continue to support them or not. Because they're still moving forward with trying to branch out um, to uh, products for all people, basically. And speaking of that, because I want to, I'm sorry, because I'm looking for, because I saw a video. Another hair company mm-hmm. did a commercial. Crap, crap, crap. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm looking for it. I want to say it's Tresemme, mm-hmm. where it was like African-American, um, you know, like African-American people, mm-hmm. all shades, all different types of hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they're doing a line geared towards like, you know, people of color mm-hmm. and people were like, this is how you do it. Da, da, da. <laughs> so my thing is, is like for other companies this is an opportunity for to get their customers mm-hmm. because if they could be like, oh, they screwed you, all right, so we're going to... So, I mean, it, it becomes just this wheel of, like, just it's about money. Yeah. Um, But I think, for example, with Pepsi, with Shea Moisture, their real lawyer customers, they're not going to lose them, like, to be honest, because I, I even talk to some people that are like, look, this stuff works for my hair. No, I don't agree with what they did, but they're not about to stop using it. And like I said, people not about to stop drinking Pepsi. But what I think this does teach companies is to make sure that you're not being blinded by your marketing and letting so many people be okay it and then it release and you realize that the public hates it. It's like make sure that you're thinking about all perceptions of these ads before you release it. I think that's really the lesson that all of these brands need to learn is that you have to be you have to think about the perception of all cultures 
to these ads. Pantene. I'm sorry. Pantene. They've Pantene. been had. Yeah, they have had. Um. um um, and I've used some of that stuff. Say, yeah, but I, mean, I guess I think this is also, as you can see, like with the United thing, as soon as that came out, like Southwest was doing these like funny social media ads. Yeah. So I feel like it's sometimes it's a good opportunity for companies to be on the lookout because mm-hmm. they release this like right after. Come yeah. on. Yeah. You know, they could have made that months ago. Yeah, but, they had been working on you it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just They probably, so... when it happened, they was probably like, all right, y'all, next week we need this edit. All right. Yeah. So it's like, like, come on, make them edits. They probably exactly. like, we'll give you uh, double overtime. Like, right. You know, but I, I, I know they had been working on it. And so, yeah, they probably was like, put a rush on this. We got to get it out before Mother's Day, guys. Like, so, yeah, you're probably right. Oh, I have one more thing. So, it was this video of Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. And I guess she was on live or whatever. And someone was like, I guess someone made a comment. Because she's blonde and she has that like very short cut. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I like when you had dark hair. And like in her tone, it was like, oh, okay, well, I don't. I bet you miss Obama too, huh? Ooh. Ooh. And so she's gotten a lot of criticism because of it. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, I watched the video and my thought was, I don't remember now that she was like an outright supporter of Obama or whatever. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But she was of Hillary. So my thought was, yeah. people, uh, she couldn't have, I mean, I guess you could hate Obama and still like Hillary. I yeah, I think there are people that do. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like, to me, it would be reverse. Well, see, this is what I think. Do you feel like she was shading Obama in that statement? I felt like you could take it two ways. Yeah. One, she was saying it like, oh, you like you missed my hair. But you, you can't like, do nothing about it. That's like how that. I felt like. That's I feel how like I that's took how it. I took it yeah. when I watched it. Yeah. I didn't take it as a a slam. I took it as like, well, we, you know what I mean? Don't Just cry like with spilled milk, basically. And then some people took it as like a, a dig. So I was like, I didn't necessarily take it as a dig. I didn't yeah. think, I think it was more of a, well, what are we going to do? Like, type yeah, of that, I didn't, that type of comment. I didn't perceive that as a dig at all. Like, <laughs> I li- and even listen to her tone, it didn't seem like she was digging Obama. Like, like, trying to stick it to him. No. I don't yeah. know. I didn't perceive it that way either. I would like to hear, like, the perception of people that did see it that way because I didn't at all. But, like, I was going to say is that some people I know that maybe dislike Obama but were here for it with Hillary, I feel like they only disliked Obama because they didn't agree with some of the things he did while they were he was in office. And so they could have disliked Hillary after she after eight years of her doing things. Well, so I feel like... Go ahead. No, keep going. I'm sorry. I feel like uh, that's the only situation I've heard of right. that people didn't like Obama but liked Hillary. Well, here's the other thing just about any political candidate. Mm-hmm. You're not going to like everything. Right. I mean, yeah. so when people it's like, you're not going to like everything they do. So mm-hmm. if you ever think that's what it's going to be, you'll never be satisfied. That's just my last statement. That's well, yeah, all. because that's like, you're never going to like everything anybody does. Anyone like, you like, dude. That's what I was right. like. I mean, that's just kind of, that's just that's uh, unrealistic expectation. Sat- right, right, right. On just life. Because no Cause one, people don't like their spouses all the damn one time. Like, you're not going to like everyone all the time. Right, because so. they're not you and you can't control them. Right. So, I mean. Yeah. I'm just saying. Anyway, <clears throat> that was it. Okay, so our question for the week, which a lot of y'all didn't answer, but I feel like partly because it's our, it's part our fault. That's why it we went out saying. late. Yeah, it went out a day late. Sorry, and guys. In the evening. Yeah. So our question was: Do you set a limit on how much you're willing to spend on the first date? If so, what determines the amount? Um. So a virtuous woman, thirty-one, said, "Heck yes." First dates are get to know you and public opportunities. I cannot break the bank if I don't know if I want to see you again after this one time. Financial freedom is a journey that cannot be deterred by a handsome face. I like her answer actually, but I'll get into my reasoning in a minute. Black girls learn languages said zero. A gentleman always pays. Love hers. Hate it. (laughs) So for me... When I go on a first date with a gentleman, Mm -hmm. my budget is zero. I shouldn't be paying anything. However, I'm not the type of female that I'll never go out and not have money. That's Mm -hmm. not me. So it's like, if we were on a date and he pulled the like, you want to split it? Mm -hmm. Um, 
of course I'm gonna split it. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna be like, hmm, yep. Don't mean I'm not gonna not continue to see him, but mm-hmm. there's a net, there's a notch against him. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, if he pulls some, like he handle money at all. I, I don't even know what I would do because I'd be like, well, you might want to call a friend because I'm paying my like I would have <laughs> I'm not paying mm-hmm. for I'm not paying for it. Mm-hmm. So then my other thing is, as for a guy, if I'm out with a guy, I'm not unrealistic though. So on a first date, I'm not saying you need to shell out hundreds of dollars. Right. That's not my expectation either. Right. But no, I ain't expecting to pay on a first date. Heck, no, I am not. Mm. I don't want to. My budget is zero. I shouldn't have to spend a dot. We'll take that back. I could do a tip. I could do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't want to pay nothing to be completely honest with you. And I feel like I think when I've gone on dates, average just dinner is probably like close to a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. depending on where we're going. Just mm-hmm. because you get like drinks, you get appetizer dinner. Right. So we'll say he need to have at least a hundred. Okay. So, I do think a budget should be set because I agree that, especially if you didn't know the person previously, that, that you might just be getting to know each other. So, I don't see anything wrong with, like, the first date being a free date, going to a park, something like that. If you don't know the person at all, I feel like that's preferable just because you're not, if you're not, you're not at dinner where you have to finish your meal. Like, go on somewhere free, somewhere relaxed where you can really get to know each other. So, I do think there should be a budget, preferably if you, like, never met them before, didn't know them, anything like that, then free. Um, but, would I pay? Yeah. Have I paid before? Yeah. Like, I don't, I always, like, like you said, I'm never gonna go anywhere where I at least can't pay for myself, because I just think that's irresponsible as a whole, because anything can happen while you're out and about, you're tired, can get a flight, like, anything can happen, so I don't even go out without funds to at least pay for myself, and, I mean, if we drank too much on our date or something like that, and he wants to split the bill, that's fine, I don't see anything wrong with that, um, if he wants me to pay the whole thing, I've done that, like, I don't see anything wrong with that, (laughs) but my only thing is, if you asked me out, and then you can't pay for any of it at all. Like, you plan the date, you pick the location, and you can't pay for any of it at all. I feel like that's irresponsible on his part. Because why would you pick all of this if you knew that you couldn't afford any of it? Like, we could have just went somewhere free. So, it's like, I think it also depends on who planned the date to make sure that they can afford the date. Uh... I'm not paying. Like, I'm not. Like, I'll split the check. I'm mm-hmm. not paying for it. Because I do think it's irresponsible. Yeah. Like, because my thing is, like, I, I don't think, you know, here's the thing. I'm not always equal. That's mm-hmm. why I don't claim to be, like, a feminist or whatever. Because, mm-hmm. like, no, you're going to pay. Mm-hmm. Call me traditional in that respect. Mm-hmm. All dates, no. But, like, the first one, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. And you need we need to go somewhere you can afford. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear. I'm not that girl. I'm not to be ordering lobster. I order as if I'm paying the bill. Right. That's always been my rule. So, just because the guy is paying doesn't mean I'm ordering five cocktails. Right. Shrimp cocktail. Right. Uh, top sirloin. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to mm-hmm. get what I'm going to get if I was paying for it, too. Right. But, you know, if you can't afford a steakhouse, we don't go to a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get tacos. Like, right. I, you know what? But, like, me paying on the first day is a hell no. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> if I had to end up paying for the day, don't text me ever again. <laughs> you just say it would just be a notch against them, not a complete... No, I say if we had to split the check, it's a notch. Oh, if so I if had you to had to pay, pay for the whole thing? We're done. Are oh, you wow. kidding me? Pay for the whole... On the first day and you ask me out? So I'm gonna pay it if I have to force So what to? if you asked him out? I won't. What are you talking about? You would never ask anybody out on the first date? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> no. And then two, honestly, I'm still even if I did he should pay. So it doesn't really matter. If even like, if you did, you still think he should if pay. I'm like, oh let's go have lunch or oh let's go out for dinner, he should still pay. Why though? Because you just I'm the think girl. That's what, okay. I ain't saying it's right. <laughs> I'm the girl. That's how I like it. Okay. If I ask to go out, yep, you should pay. Okay. 
Now, if I'm actually go out every night, that's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like. I'm not like I'm saying. I'm not un unrealistic. Where it's like if I'm saying, oh, let's hang out every night, and then I'm expecting you to pay every night. That's not true. Mm-hmm. And then I think I guess I categorize dates. So mm-hmm. let me just be clear. Like uh, day dates, I'm okay with splitting. Depend on the activity. You mm-hmm. do that. I do this. But not on the first one. Just the okay. first one is no, you're paying. Okay. After that, and we're like seeing each other, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Evening dates, no, I don't wanna. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you want to be cheap, keep Chanel, keep asking Chanel on a day day, and if <laughs> split the check, I won't be irritated. That's weird. I never thought differently about day dates and night dates. I do. I don't know because I, I just feel like one. Typically, depending on the activity, a night date will probably be more expensive. Because, for example, we went on a day date and we went, like, to the harbor. This mm-hmm. is for the Baltimore folk. Mm-hmm. We walk around. We do lunch, whatever. It's probably cheaper. You got lunch specials. I'm not trying to booze it up. <laughs> not always. Mm-hmm. Brunch. Brunch may be expensive. Sorry. Depending <laughs> on where we go. But lunch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if we go out, like, Saturday night, we're going to the movies or dinner. We're going to a dinner, like, a lounge. Now, at the lounge, we ain't got to get bottle service. I'm mm-hmm. not crazy, but, like, um, and you know what? Even at the lounge, I'll buy my own drinks. But you know what? You're paying for dinner. <laughs> and then when I'm at the lounge, I'm not paying for your drinks either. I'm paying for mine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I think I'm more so, like, oh, it's fine. I don't care. Like, I don't care too much about it. The only time I think I will care is... If you ask me out on our first date and you can't afford to pay for even the tip, then my thought is, why did you choose us? Why did you choose for us to come here? Because like that was irresponsible for you to do that. I'm going to pay for it. But my thought is just like, you're irresponsible. (coughs) Bless you. And I also feel like I'm just conditioned that way. I Mm -hmm. mean, most of the time I did not have to pay and I didn't ask either. Right. That was just something so now I'm conditioned. What can mm. I say? I could not. I don't want to go to another way where we like splitting all the time. Like and we and I did split and sometimes I did pay, but that was like well into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the, that wasn't in the beginning. That wasn't in the beginning. So like I'm conditioned for him to pay. <laughs> and once again, we ain't gotta be eating steak. Right. 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 Okay. I mean, you work. <laughs> you work too. And. <laughs> like, Alright, so our topic for the day, which kind of is funny because that question kind of leads into it because I think, well, yeah. Anyways, our topic for the day is about exes. So, last week, Rihanna, she said that um, if she was dating someone and that person's ex passed away and they cried, then she's breaking up with them immediately. Because she feels like if you're crying, then you must still have feelings and or attachment to them. So, what's your thoughts on that, Shanae? Would you break up with somebody for crying because their ex died? Well, I think that's pretty hard. Me too. I'm like, well, that's extreme and rude. <laughs> but I mean, maybe because I'm a crier and I cry, I can cry easily if I want to. Right. I cried when her wrong bae died. Like <laughs> sadness is sadness. So right. I feel like, um, I mean, it just. It would de- it, 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 one first of all, even if the person mourned for a smidget, you, are you thinking he's going to date her? She's, She's dead. Yes, <laughs> right. So, um, that's why I was like, how upset is it? It's not like he's going to be with her. Well, again? her what she said was that he she thinks that that means that they still had feelings for them that they didn't like they would have wanted to be back with them, which I don't necessarily think that means because no. it, like sometimes if you were dating someone for a long period of time, you might know their family. Like you know knew this person, you were with them at some point. So of course you don't want them dead. Well, you know, some people do want their exes dead, so never mind. But <laughs> I don't think it's abnormal to mourn for someone that you knew. Let Because people, like you said, people cry over people they don't know. Like, all the time. Celebrity dies and I cry. So, it's like, I don't think for someone that you once dated, I don't think that that means that you still have feelings and or any attachment to them before they're passing. That just means, hey, a person I know passed away and I'm sad. And so, I'm going to cry. 
And so I feel like you, her, anyone breaking up with someone in that situation, it's like, dang, they don't care about their feelings at all because they obviously said if they cried and you just going to break up with them, like, that's rude. Well, I just think it depends. I think, would it bother me if they were, like, depressed for months and months and months after a mm-hmm. little? Right. Probably not enough to break up with them, but I would have to be like, what's going you on? You know, what's going on? Why did this bother you so much? Why do you feel like, you know what I mean? If this was months and months and months after, mm-hmm. then I would have to have a conversation just out of, I mean, my concern with you, because it's like, I mean... Yeah. Because then it's like, also, what was the relationship before? Yeah. Was it an ex, but you didn't talk to him or see them? Right. If months and months after, you're still, like, really upset about it, that would concern me, obviously, right. if I'm your current partner. Mm-hmm. If it was an ex that you had a relationship with, maybe you guys were friends or, like, good associates, mm-hmm. then I could understand why it would upset you. Right. I right. mean, I, I just wouldn't... And I think sometimes it's okay to have love for people even though they're not in your life anymore, whether it's a friend or an ex. Agreed. You can have love for someone and don't have nothing to do with them anymore. Right. And still just care about their well-being overall. I right. Mean, I, I don't... And there's people in my life that I don't speak to mm-hmm. that someone want to, but I still have love for them. I still wish them well. Right. I still would be... Like, I would have sadness if they died. You know what I mean? That's, right. like, crazy. Like, and I, I mean, feel like the assumption is made that when people break up, they're always pissed at each other and don't. They hate each other. Yeah, where, you know, a lot of times, that's not really how it ends. And so, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Rihanna BSing. Because if Chris Brown dies, she gonna cry. Like, I don't have no doubt in my mind this girl gonna have I'm gonna cry if Chris Brown dies. Right. But I had no doubt about man. She she probably gonna sing at the funeral. Like she tripping. She would cry if Drake died. She sure the f would. So it's like she would feel emotional. She if would. Either so, one of them died. Right. So she's full of it. Right. I'm like she bsing. Like I gotta call her bs on that one because I'm like yeah nah. I don't even know you as a person and I know that you gonna cry because we both Pisces and we cry. So <laughs> Pisces are emotional. Just a tad. Just a tad. So, we felt like that topic would lead into a larger conversation about exes and having them current still in your life while you have moved on to being with someone else. So, do you think it's appropriate to have an ex as a friend when you're dating someone else? Yeah. I mean, I, I think... I mean, we spoke about can exes be friends. I think yeah. it's possible. Right. I think... People have to make sure they feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And you have your little boundaries or whatever you need. And, and then from there on, I do think it's possible. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it can get tricky. But I think it gets tricky when there's lingering feelings. Agreed. Or insecure partners. Right. Mm-hmm. Either or. That's true. That's what I think. A combination so, of both. Yeah. Um, if, I'm, if I'm dating and my, you know, my ex is my friend, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the thought is, when do you tell your p- current person that, that hey, you know, my ex is still in my life? Mm-hmm. I don't know when you do that. I feel like, to me, that kind of comes up in natural conversation. When you're, like, starting to get serious with someone, you're like, oh, yeah, I, this, you remember this friend? I used to date them. Like, Oh, no, 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 no. That's no. not how you do it. That's not how you do it. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but that's not how you do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, No. So you're saying like you would... I let me I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. I don't know the proper way to do it, <laughs> but I know not the proper way, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Don't have me in this hooker's face. Right. And then after the fact you're like, Yeah, we were banging two years ago. Yeah, that's not what I mean. Oh, Jesus. I mean, that's why I say it comes up in natural conversation, not being around the person first. So how would they know that's your friend? Cause you I mean, I talk about my coworkers, I talk about my friends to other people and they may not have met them. Oh, I, yeah. I still wouldn't like that. Because my thing is, is if I heard the name multiple times, mm-hmm. and then now it's like, yeah, we dated. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it I shouldn't like be like, yeah, it shouldn't be dragged out like as a secret. But I do think it comes up naturally in conversation. Because I feel like when you get starting to get serious with someone, like you do talk about exes, you do talk about 
why you broke up with your last ex, what happened. And I feel like that's when it comes up. And I really do feel like unless your ex is like your best friend, then it definitely should come up way sooner than that. But I do feel like it comes up in natural conversation when you're realizing that, okay, I done been on five dates with the same dude and like we're gonna, you know, we taking it somewhere. I think it comes up in natural conversation. And if he says, I don't like it, get rid of him. What do you do? I think it depends on like how close we are, how often we see each other, how much that person means to me. Because I don't think, I feel like that's a place of insecurity if they're like, no, you can't hang out with them no more. Because I just think that if the if your partner understands, yes, we set boundaries. No, those boundaries won't be crossed. But I do want them in my life as a friend. If your partner understands that, and is com- they should be comfortable with it. And so I feel like if they're not comfortable with it, it's because of insecurity. And so what? If so what? He can easily say, yeah, sure, okay. I still don't want you around them. What do you do? Uh, if they're like my best friend, I'm gonna say no. I'm still gonna be around them. Sorry. <laughs> like you can't like you can't tell that's like for example you know me and Shanae are straight but that's like for example if somebody told me oh you can't do the show with Shanae no more if y'all dated like I feel like that's an extreme if we're that close no I'm not getting my rid of my best friend for someone new like I'm not I'm just not gonna do that you know what I mean no I get it I wouldn't either yeah. I'd be like you have to check yourself yeah like so we can get rid of talk either. through this but that's not happening <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. But I do think a lot of times that comes from it not being clear what your relationship is with your ex and hiding that relationship with your ex, regardless of what it is. I feel like that's where that insecurity comes from when it's not obvious what the relationship is anymore. I I would have to disagree. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that could be it, but I really feel like even if you can be transparent with your current person about mm-hmm. the relationship. Mm-hmm. The insecurity is really themselves. It has nothing to do with you mm-hmm. or the ex. Mm-hmm. Like, an insecurity is different to me than a reason to think it. Right. So, make sure y'all hear that first. Right. But if there's no reason and you still feel this way, it's because something with you. You're oh, okay. feeling... Yeah, I agree with that. Maybe not as good enough right. or you're feeling that there's something lacking in your relationship right. that makes you feel like there's something there. Now if there's blatant reason. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that I a think difference. Um, not having clarity on where they stand with their ex is a reason. They could be lying to you. So if you feel like there's a reason even, cause I could be like, Oh babe, there's nothing. We know that. And if you, and you can still like, I'm going to say this cause I and you can still think it, but that's then insecurity to me. Not sometimes. No. Cause I feel like they could be lying to you. So mm-hmm. this, this is gets tricky. I, I've always been a person that goes by my gut mm-hmm. and has never led me wrong. Mm-hmm. And so if I had a, gut feeling that something's not right i'm not gonna keep attacking you Mm because i don't have proof Mm -hmm. and i'm certainly not gonna look for it right but it won't go away my gut feeling won't go away and so you wouldn't bring it up then we would talk about it but Mm -hmm. i i've I've come to the place now in life where like you know people gonna admit to it or they're not whether it's true or not i'm Mm -hmm. just saying like there's nothing you can do agree agree so if I don't have hardcore evidence, I'm going to either let it rock or mm-hmm. if the feeling is just too strong, I'm going to remove myself from the situation. Right. But I'm saying like, people lie. I agree. So that's the other flip of the coin. I'm not trying to say like, you just, it's not possible. It is possible for it to work out. But it's, it's like, they could be so transparent and they still banging when you're not around. And that's, that's what, what I, it's like, it's I don't know. It's I just tricky. said that to somebody the other day as I was like, you would drive yourself crazy or snooping then if you just live life and if he's doing anything you'll find out whenever you find out but you'll drive yourself crazy you're trying to snoop to figure it out well you'll find when, something when you look for something you find something right but i'm saying you could just be doing all this snooping for so long trying to find something and then you not finding nothing all this time so you done spent months being unhappy because you snooping Whereas he may not have been doing nothing at all. You know what I mean? So it's like, just live life. And if he's doing something, he or she is doing something, then you find out whenever you find out. And, you know, you go with it from there. 
I think if it's so strong where you can't, I think get you should past move, it. You should remove yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. I really do because there are plenty of people who aren't friends with their ex. I know that sounds crazy, right? But if you really feel like you can't get past it, mm-hmm. then I think you should. I really do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it can be a tricky situation because I think like, you know, it's not easy, and it it also it just depends because like you're friends with your ex, right? Mm-hmm. But what if it's like I see I see him at like group events. Mm-hmm. We chat maybe monthly, not even that. Right. You know, there's a difference between that where he's like a friend, maybe great associate, then like, oh, we y'all taking vacations, not just yeah. solo, but even group trips. Yeah, there's y'all hanging out yeah. all the time. Yeah. You see your ex mm-hmm. three times a month. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's a lot more to handle and if that's the case the mm-hmm. only way that could somewhat cover me comfort me is if y'all dated 10 years ago right. then like in middle school or something that's what i'm saying yeah. you know what i mean but yeah. because we're younger in most cases it's not like that right if i'm hearing three four years ago that was still it would bother me if they spent that that much, much time, time with each other yeah. it was maybe three years ago or four years ago mm-hmm. that would irritate me a little yeah i would it would be like so, did y'all take a break between the being in a relationship and spending all of this time together? Because then I feel like if you didn't, then y'all probably been, like, faking a relationship this whole time. And then I would say, why did y'all break up? Right. Because right. honestly, if it was an amical breakup, I don't know if I would really like it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, So I mean, I think when you end nicely, mm-hmm. my, I feel like... Which is nice when it can end without it being drama. Mm-hmm. And I think either way, there's a possibility of getting back together. Mm-hmm. However, when you end pleasantly, it can make it, it... To me, the door can open easier than when like he cheated and you loathe him. Mm-hmm. There may be a lot more work that needs to get done before you possibly open the door then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just, you know, life got whatever. We just, you know, it just wasn't working. And then three years later, y'all get really close again. And right. you're different. He's different. Right. Then I feel like that could possibly... But I also feel like it's just control. I really, I mean, I don't know what to say. Right. And that's I why know. I just think... Yes, there's insecurity. Yes, there are always reasons. But I feel like always having clarity on where those relations lie can help the situation. It can make it a little bit easier to be like, okay, all right, you don't spend that much time with them, so it's fine. Or, okay, so y'all hang out three times a week. Uh, okay. Mm, like it, I feel like knowing that up front can help on you determining... If this is a comfort zone for you, you can be okay with it and move forward. What if um, you was like, you had your guy, mm-hmm. you were friends with your ex, mm-hmm. and like you slowly felt feelings for your ex creeping in. What do you do? Just you need to break up with your man. But what if you don't want anything with your ex, but you feel feelings? You still? need to go to therapy to get rid of them feelings. <laughs> like something. Because like I don't think at that point it's fair even though you may not want to get back with your ex i don't think it's fair to your current mate if you know now i'm having feelings for you and somebody else like you're low-key cheating by yourself like in your head you know what i mean Is like it, i don't think doesn't that's it take fair two to cheat though that's yeah weird. that's why I, I said by yourself in your head i oh, know it okay. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like technically no but okay i feel like that's not fair to your current mate if you're not like Look, okay, I don't want to get back with them, but I still have feelings with them. And nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, all right, well, I'm out. <laughs> like, because you can't tell me you got feelings for somebody else and then expect them to be like, well, unless you're into having multiple partners. It, I, you can't tell me that you still have feelings for somebody else or you have feelings coming back for somebody else, but you still want to be with me? No, nah, I'm going. Nope. Mm-mm. Not going to happen. Not going to be the one. To sit here while you start falling back in love with somebody else only for you to break up with me and go marry them? Mm-mm. Nope. Not going to be me. Okay. <laughs> what oh. would you do in that situation? If I had feelings for... Well, if your mate was like, um, I'm starting to get feelings again for my ex, what would you do? I would say, and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. And that means you want to be with them? And they say that they don't. 
I would say, and if you have feelings for them, why don't you want to be with them? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm such, I would go in therapist mode. <sighs> so I would be like, my, like, I would, like, pick that whole thing apart. Mm-hmm. And then depending on how I felt afterwards, I would end things even if they didn't. Like, right. if it didn't make, I just feel like, I'm going to say this. I think, um, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to get this out. I think it's possible to have more than one great love of your life. I yeah, really oh do. Yeah, me too. And I think that when it's a great love, I don't think it ever goes away. I think it can transform to something else. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the love stops. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I don't. Doesn't mean I think you want to jump their bones. Right. But you still love them. Yeah, but and that's why I think there's a difference between. Still having love for somebody and saying, oh, I'm having feelings coming back. Like, that's two different things to in, from my perception. Because, yeah, I might still always have love for them just because we may have spent this many years together. We may have been through so much together. They may have been there for me, like, when I needed them. But that's different from saying, oh, I have feelings coming back. That's not just still having love for somebody. That's, you know, falling back in love with somebody. I mean that would be your call. Yeah. I mean if it if it, it it would just I don't know I probably would get rid of them too. Yeah. Cause it's like look if you're not sure mm-hmm. first of Go all figure yeah well, actually out. this this <laughs> is my thing if you know you didn't want to be with the person why the heck are you even telling me so the fact that you're telling me lets me know there's more than what you're leading on to anyway. Right. Right. So now I'm done. Right. Cause it's one thing cause it's like I think sometimes you can be in relationships and have like a little crush on someone mm-hmm. you know it's not going nowhere you love so but you won't sit up there and tell your boyfriend like hey oh, I have a crush on him <laughs> that's He's so cute. weird that's yeah. dumb that's <laughs> causing like so my thing is, if you like, I feel like I could be feeling something, but I don't want to be with that person. I love her. I love him still. Mm-hmm. What would you even bring that into your thing? If you're saying something, it's because there's more than what you're even telling me. Right. So I'd probably be like, just, you need to figure that out. Go figure your issue out. In the meantime, we're not together, but <laughs> you can figure that out because like you said, I wouldn't want to be like caught up in that. Right. Exactly. exactly. Do you believe in soulmates? You know, you know that's one of my favorite songs by Natasha Bedden. I, I she hates. Like I used to play this song. She would be oh. so. It would just be so random and just. I remember she would like text me lyrics. <laughs> it was so annoying. I, I love just, that song so much. Oh my gosh. Where is Natasha? I feel like I haven't heard from her in a while. Anyway, a long time. She's <laughs> been out with music. Yeah, but do I think there are soulmates? Yes. Short answer: Yes. Do you believe one? No. The idea of the one. No. And my reason for that is that we grow and we change. And everyone grows and changes at different rates. So someone that may have been perfect for me five years ago may not be perfect for me now. So because of the way that I've grown and changed. So I don't necessarily think there is one person. But I do think there will hopefully be one person for everyone where... They grow and change at a rate that's complementary to one another. And then I think that's like their lifetime soulmate or whatever. So I do think there can be more than one, but I still do believe in them, yeah. Okay. Do you believe in soulmates? If there's a soulmate. Okay, I want to hear it. (laughs) I heard something. I was listening to some podcast and they said they considered a soulmate someone that like life before then wasn't the same and after then won't be the same and that was considered a soulmate. I like that. I wouldn't consider that a soulmate. I like I I think there's great loves and a soulmate. I do believe there's one person mm-hmm. whose connection will rise above any of the other ones right. that doesn't and that's why I, be, I feel like I mean, it's possible to have great loves but there not be a soulmate. Mm-hmm. I do believe that there is one one relationship that mm-hmm. will top that mm-hmm. where you can't even compare. Right. And so that's why it's like, and so I guess I get what you said because you said like a lifetime We basically soulmate, said the same thing, but, but I named it something different. I don't like that because it's like, <laughs> there, what's the difference between a soulmate and a lifetime? Like It's basically the same thing that no, you said, but I named it different. I don't like the way you named it. <laughs> okay. And even then with the great loves, I don't even really feel like you can have that many. Like people be like, Oh, you know, I, I guess I just believe 
I do believe there's one person that will like rock soul shift your world, right? Right, right. right. And I think you can have relationships before and they can be meaningful. Mm -hmm. And now I keep talking about now I want to change. (laughs) Because I do think you can have many loves in life. Um, And like, for example... And this is so funny. So, I got somebody different to twist my hair last week other than my natural hairdresser. She's been married, I think, two or three times. Like, she's had three serious relationships. I think she was married twice, though. And so, she was saying how, like, the first one was blah. The second one was great. And the third one was blah. And so, it was like, she was like, she should, she thinks that the second one was her soulmate. And why did they end? I think, so. I think he cheated. Yeah, he cheated with a coworker. <laughs> but she still thinks that the second one was her soulmate. But it's like she didn't know until after and then being with someone else. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'm like, do you think that's your soulmate because you wish you would have stayed with him? Or See, I feel like you know. So I feel like I don't buy it. Right. For that, yeah. I feel like you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, but somewhere down the line you know right. that particular person is it. Mm-hmm. That soul-shifting person. Right. And I guess maybe I'm changing because I feel like you got meaningful relationships, but I feel like when you meet that person, it just kind of like, eh, everything else because there's nothing comparable to, to it. it. Yeah, nothing else matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess, not to say it diminishes the loves you had. That's why I said it could be meaningful relationships, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's one person that is like... Uh, like it. Yeah. I do. I, I that there's this just crazy bond, crazy connection. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear. And when I say that, don't mean you end up marrying them. Just to be really clear. It does I not mean that. you end up marrying them. It don't mean that the relationship will be easy. It don't mean that y'all will no. agree with everything. Because like, life ain't perfect. I think sometimes you're so many... Sometimes you don't even end up with them. Like, mm-hmm. you could have had a relationship with them or whatever. Right. But, like, that problem is that sometimes they don't end up being the person you was married to for 50 years. Right. I really do think that. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's sad. It's I know. Like, I was like, I think yeah. I think it happens, but yeah. I'm just like, don't let that ish happen to me. One. Two. Well, yeah, like, I hope not. I don't that to <laughs> Two is like, to me, that sucks. Like, that has to suck. I do. So, I'm just I, like. I mean, I feel like. That's possible though. Yeah, I definitely because think it's, it's possible. like depending on where you guys are, like you said, with your growth, y'all just can't get past the timing. Stuff. Every I mean, all the other factors well, in life. I, I hate the timing thing. Though. I hate it, but it's true. I, I don't always. I don't think. I, I do think sometimes people just use it to BS though. Don't get me wrong. I just I don't. I my soul don't want to get jiggy with the whole timing. Jazz. <laughs> I don't. No. I get, like I get it on a high level, but mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, oh, it's so crap. Like if you if you wanted to make it work, you would have. I just mm-hmm. I guess I'm just the person on intent. Like if you really wanted it, you would have. I really do. I I I'm I think just... sometimes it don't work because maybe the other person ain't wanted enough. I just think if you want it, if two people want the mess, mm-hmm. it will happen. Yeah, that's be equal. Yeah, I agree with that, but I still think that sometimes other factors can get in the way. Like, For example, if you already have a child or something, and like, th- like I don't know, you have to live in a certain state so they can see you like the other parent. Like, sometimes there are other factors that like, you're gonna, you're gonna fight for your child first. Like, even though you may want to marry this man who live over here, whatever, you Does gonna... Does the man have a child? Potentially, yeah. I'm saying, like, I do think there are outlying factors sometimes with crazy situations where it's like, you're not going to be able to get what you want because of these other factors that are just going to get in the way because of life. Mm, I still don't agree. Okay. That's fine. Because my thing is, like, if he don't have a child, he has to move. Mm-hmm. And if he really loved her, he would. Mm-hmm. If he really wanted the relationship, mm-hmm. he would. If he didn't move, he wanted that bad. I just don't. Mm-hmm. That's just what I think. Now, if they both have kids... That makes it more tricky. But I still think there's ways outside of that. I really do. Okay. So I just... I just do. Okay. Because, like, I'm the type of person where I'm like, I don't really want to move for nobody. But Mm -hmm. if I felt like he was it, Mm 
Right. Then I probably freaking would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Y'all know I'd probably move for a relationship. Or I would expect him to do the same for me if it needed to be. Yeah. If you really, you know what I mean? If you really, you know, we would we would have to compromise on certain things, obviously. Yeah. But I think when, you, when, when you're in it and you feel like this is your person and you're, you know, so shifting love, Lord, mm-hmm. bring it my way. <laughs> I think you'll do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but I do think still there are some outlying factors that could just get in the way sometimes. Mm. <laughs> All right, guys, do you have any other questions about exes? Or I can't. I think that's I covered everything that I had in mind. No, I just think you know they're your past for a reason. Yeah, and even if you decide to be friends with them, you're not friends with your ex. You're friends with the human. Because I think when you're um, dating someone mm-hmm. you're seeing the dating side of them mm-hmm. i think there's a split because like yeah people the are way i am as a friend not, right. and then where i am as like a girlfriend is different yep. a lot is the same mm-hmm. but there's differences and i feel like sometimes that's why people can be friends after yeah because there's a lot not, of differences for me too. you're not dating you're not friends with your ex i right. know it's called an ex but you're friend with like the human the non-relationship yeah. side of them right right so right. that's kind of it yeah i agree with that thank you for listening guys we're gonna make sure we have the question on thursday so y'all can please answer our question this week uh, make sure you what, visit our blog at goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. We still have the Audible trial going. It's on the website. Just It's in the menu um, up top. Right, yeah. So go to goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. You just click Audible trial so you can get a free book and free 30-day trial with Audible. Um, so as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week. Good night.